Good afternoon, um, boarders of the Hamilton and Alexandra College. As our boarding house captain, I'd like to introduce you all to the formal dinner of Term 4. Could we all warmly welcome our old collegians, Sam Wintercook, Lockie Holcomb and James Pike. And just to give you a quick overview of our guests this evening, uh, Sam Wintercook, if you could just stand. Uh, Sam is a local farmer, having attended college from ELC to Year 12 in 2011. Having attended Adelaide University, Sam now runs a large farming, um, a large farm, I should say, specialising mixed farming and contemporary methods. Please make Sam feel welcome. Lockie Holcomb resides in Byduck. Lockie, if you'd like to stand up as well. He works as a livestock agent with J.M. Allen Ellis, I should say, having attended college from prep to 2018 in year 12. Lockie worked on the family farm for a brief period and is now a local livestock agent living around town. Please make Lockie feel welcome. And James Pike. James is a local from Tarrington, just out the road. Uh, James attended college and graduated with Sam in 2011. Uh, if you'd like to stand up, James. James attended university in Adelaide, specialising in commerce. James currently works at JM Ellis as well with Lockie and is a livestock and real estate agent. Please make all of our guests feel welcome this evening. Before we start, I'll hand over to our boarding house co-captain, Sarah Anderson, for prayer. For what we're about to receive, may the Lord make us truly grateful. Amen. Okay, we're going to have dinner at 10 past six. So in the meantime, we're going to listen to a short story, a bit of a conversation uh, with Sam Wintercook. During uh, Sam's presentation, his little chat with you, please feel free to put your hand up and uh, politely ask a question if that piques your interest. All the best, Sam. Thanks, Andrew. Good day, everybody. Uh, my name's Sam. Um, so, yeah, 10 years ago, I was, um, I was just leaving Helen College. I graduated in 2011, um, and I was actually at schoolies probably this time 10 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I was out of here pretty quick. Um, <laughs> yep, uh, I went to Adelaide Uni and studied agricultural science, um, did that for three years, lived there. Um, that was a really, really good course and I'd highly recommend everyone do, that, do something like that. Um, I, I, met, I met my wife, Katie, um, while in Adelaide and she's um, now a maths teacher, Miss Winnicook, you all know probably, um, brought her back here. <laughs> um, yeah, agricultural science, it... When you finish that degree, if you guys are in year 11 or 12 and you think about doing a course, um, really, when you come out of it, you can't actually answer any questions. Um, you couldn't actually solve any problems for farmers, but um, you know how to get the answer and you know how to go about solving a problem. So it's really, really good for getting you to think outside the box um, and a different way to do things. Um, I've been uh, home since, well, I think, 2016. Um, I'd call myself the operations manager at Myrndal Pastoral. <laughs> I've got no equi in the equity in the business, so I'm just the farm manager, I suppose. Um, <laughs> which is really, really good, so I've got an open slate and I can pretty much um, 
do whatever I want on a day-to-day basis, um, which is really good. I've got full autonomy. Um, and it's thrown up some really good challenges and some really good problem-solving stuff. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy farming because you're outside every day. Um, you're dealing with animals and you're growing grass and you're on a motorbike with your dogs. Um, it's pretty cool doing that. Um, got your two dogs with you all day. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of kids here who are from farming families. Um, I don't know specifically, but I reckon there'll be a fair percentage of this, this room. Um, I'd highly recommend you guys go out and do something before going home to your own family farm. Um, I I'd went and worked um, a couple of years in Western Australia um, on a cropping farm there. Um, and you learn a lot from getting outside and um, doing different things. Um, yeah. A lot of the good the good thing about farming is there's a lot of different ways to go about it, and no one has the right answer. So everyone's got a different opinion how to do something, and everyone's doing something different on their own property. Um, so it's just about putting that all together, and yeah, having a go at that. Um, yep. Um, what else we got going on? Yes, Will. Whenever, whenever I walk, whenever I go into a new farm, I always learn something new. You can learn something from every farm you go down, um, no matter how simple or simple or big, big picture stuff or simple things. Um, in WA, I'd learn how to drive a header. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, learn how to drive some big machinery. Um, learn how to use GPS and auto steer. Um, yeah, and and that that the farm I work in WA, they're actually probably one of the biggest croppers in Australia, and they've also got one of the biggest probably sheep flocks in Australia so they, they combine cropping and sheep really really well and um, they kind of use the synergies between the two enterprises um, they graze all their crops and stuff and the bloke who did that who, who, who manages that farm he kind of was one of the innovators who actually started grazing crops and then taking them through to harvest um, he's quite an interesting character um, yeah he's a lot of knowledge so yeah thanks Will yeah James Uh, no worries. Uh, so, yeah, we've been grazing crops for three years, I think. Um, before I came home, Marcus couldn't grow a crop. <laughs> he had he had a lot of lot of foul waterlogged crops that he never put a header through. Um, and, yeah, ever since I've been home, we've been harvesting crops and making a good return on that. Um, the last couple of years, we've been grazing them pretty hard, um, which has been really, really good. Um, this year's a bit more challenging for the crops, but, um, yeah. Um, I'll, cha- I'll change a few different breeds of changed the breed of cattle and I changed the breed of sheep. Um, yeah, ruffled a few feathers and Marcus took it in his stride. So, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Kristen? Yeah, for if if you look want to do farming, uh, I think science and maths is definitely the key. Um, with farming these days, there's a lot of data, and whenever you make a decision, you're looking at data and you're looking at science. Every, everything's got a bell curve in it, stats. Everything's got a bell curve, um, and it's about just understanding that big picture stuff in your head when you're making decisions. Really helps you, um, yeah, be more accurate. And yeah, no worries. Is that about five minutes? All right.
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, the uni itself, um, doing the, the problem-solving stuff is really, really useful. Um, and it's also great to get out and spend three years in the city um, mucking around as well. So, great, great fun. <laughs> Yeah, like the uni degree itself um, definitely helps me. It helps me every day. And it, even if I, wasn't, if I wasn't farming, I reckon that uni degree would help me in any job that I want to do in the future. So, um, yeah, you wouldn't certainly well worth your time. Uh, I've just got a couple of questions. Uh, Sam, how do, you, uh, how do you feel or what are your thoughts around um, that farming is just for the bloke? So where, where do you think the future of farming is in terms of all genders? I don't think it matters what gender you are if you're farming. I think it matters your attitude. Um, there's a lot of hard work and you have to, like today I was fencing knee high in water, tying on droppers. <laughs> I don't think many other people are doing that. So you just have to get out there um, and have a crack and it's all about attitude. It's not about, um, it's not about if you're male or female. So, yep. Um, just another one. We've got a lot of boarders here from all different ages. Uh, what's maybe one or two things that you could tell the boarders today that could be helpful as a habit uh, for the future in, in farming? So maybe one or two things that each and every boarder could do now to set them up. Whenever you go to a new farm, ask the farmer a question and you'll, you'll definitely you'll take home a golden nugget and you'll remember it and you'll use it in your own farm and you'll be, oh, that bloke does that and I should try that. So, yeah. Whenever you go somewhere else, just ask a question and you'll, you'll get really good knowledge. Sam, thanks so much uh, for your time. Uh, look, I, th I hope you got a little bit out of Sam's uh, presentation as well. I'm hearing things about uh, hard work. I'm th hearing things about helping yourself. Uh, people won't come to you. You've got to actually go out and ask the questions and get that information from others. And I'm also hearing about that anything and everything is up to you to, to step up to and maybe create, recreate and change maybe the status quo. Uh, and Sam's being pretty modest. I've heard a few stories about um, what Sam's doing in the in agricultural industry locally. He is ruffling feathers, uh, but he's doing it in a creative way um, and that's innovation in itself. So put your hands together for Sam and we'll hear from a couple more in a second. Excuse me, boarders, as we are now going to go into our uh, second speaker, to make it a little bit easier on the speaker and to listen, if you could um, just quietly stack your plates, that does help um, the staff as we come around and collect the plates. Or it would even be better if a couple of boarders could take the plates and scrape the waste off. Thank Thank you, Toby. Toby's going to help coordinate that, if you could. Okay, so f a few minutes to, uh, to do that, that would be great. Thank you. Rightio, if you could make yourself comfortable. We've got two speakers to go. We've got uh, Lockie Holcomb, who is going to present now. Over to you, Lockie. Uh, good evening. I'm Lockie Holcomb. I uh, started here in 2006 and went right through to year 12 in 2018 when I graduated. Um, wasn't a huge fan of school when I was here, as a few teachers would probably know. Uh, I really couldn't wait to get out of here, but, and all the teachers told me, trust me, it's the best, best time of your life. Um, I probably should have listened to them a bit more. Um, so yeah, it, it was great, and Mrs. Manifold, um, 
pushed and pushed for me to do uni. So I applied for real estate. Um, and then once I finished, got accepted to that. To that. Um, but deferred it for a year and decided to go home and work on the farm just for a little gap year. Um, and so worked at home on the farm, helping dad and then working casually in the um, sale yards for J.M. Allison Co. as well. Um, and then come about Christmas time, I sort of forgot about the uni degree um, and never got back to it and started full-time with J.M. Allison Co. in 2019. Um, from there, worked with them and went up to Roma in 2020 during the winter time just before COVID hit. So I worked up there for four months, I think it was, um, which was a good good learning experience for me, completely different to down here. Um, you'd go for a drive around the corner and it'd be four hours to go and see someone. So you sort of got, got the, uh, the idea of how much different it is. Um, then I came back here and started working full-time again with J.M. Ellis, um, and from then on, just been working there. So, um, yeah, the, the main things that we really need in our job that school probably helped us a lot with was personal, like, um, personal skills, you know, talking to people, um, good people skills and good punctuality. Making sure that you're on time because it's not very good when you rock up late to work. Um, you sort of sort of get in a bit of trouble. They send you a pin drop of where the sale yards are in case you've forgotten where they are. Um, so, yeah, you soon learn to get there pretty quick and on time. Um, also, yeah, sort of making sure your uniform's always in check. I was always getting pulled up for my shirt being untucked. Um, and then Mr McLean actually saw me down the street at work one day and said, I never would have thought I'd see you with a tucked-in shirt. So he was quite surprised by that. Um, but, yeah, it's just make, make the most of school while you can because it's pretty fun getting to see your mates from 9 till 3 every day, knock off, go home, do a bit of homework if you want to, <laughs> and then come back to school the next day. So, um, yeah, is there any questions? Uh, so what we do, we go out to the, the farmers' um, properties um, and essentially we draft up their stock for sale. It might come into the sale yards or it might go to an abattoir's or a feedlot. Um, and then so we'll go into the sale yards, which it's just coming into our busy time now, um, for Wednesday lamb sales. So we'll be there Tuesday nights, Wednesday mornings, drafting, and then we'll go through, sell, sell the lambs, deliver the lambs to the trucks. Um, and, yeah, so basically just buying and selling stock for, for clients and farmers and trying to get the best price possible for them. Tobe? Uh, very, very important, actually. Um, so, yeah, it's very important to just go around and keep in contact with a lot of people from different regions. Um, like today I was talking to a bloke from Bendigo to see what the land market did so that we know for Wednesday about if it'll be good or, you know, if we should hold off for another week with the lambs. Um, so, yeah, just keep in contact with everyone around and you never know when you can sell them some sheep or cattle or stuff like that. So, yeah.
Uh, yeah, so we would have had a sale today, but due to the weather, it got cancelled. Um, and normally, you know, this Tuesday night, we'd probably be in there till midnight and back there at five in the morning, but it doesn't look like that at the moment. It's sort of a month month or so behind, but it's, you know, there's only three weeks left until our final sale for the year, and usually they're sort of selling 60-odd thousand, whereas last week we had 8,000 in, so it's, a, yeah, fairly back. About it. Oh no. <laughs> if I knew I'd be rich. <laughs> um, no, I think as long as they're heavy they'll be fine. If if they're killable they'll be good. If they're small lambs maybe not. But you can always value at them. Righto, thank you. Okay, well um We've got uh, James now. James, if you could uh, stand up. Um, James to present um, and tell his story from college to to today. Welcome, James. G'day all. How are you going? I'm James Pike. Um, I just thought I'd do a little presentation on what a stock agent's day-to-day looks like. So have a look through a few photos while I'm up here. Um, this is us in action throughout the week. Um, my uh, college days were a bit different to Lockie. I uh, went through college. Uh, I was actually young house captain. Any young house people in here? Yeah, good to see. Yeah, how's young going this year? We all right? No good. Oh, Kristen, can I? We're okay. Oh, did we really? That's all right. Very good. Yep. Um, and then after school, I uh, headed off to Adelaide. Um, and did a Bachelor of Commerce majoring in property and real estate. Um, so I did that over there, had four years in Adelaide, um, and then got myself a job in my last year of uni um, at a commercial valuations company in Adelaide called Knight Frank. Um, I was doing residential valuations all through Adelaide, um, then got poached by a company called CBRE in Melbourne. Uh, so I went over to Melbourne, had two years over there, um, and I was doing purely agribusiness, um, so valuations on farms throughout all of Australia. Um, I think in my first week of uh, the job, I, uh, I got called into the office about 6am, said, we're, we're going on a mission. I said, all right, where are we going? And he jumped in the car. We went to the uh, Tullamarine Airport. I jumped in a helicopter. I uh, flew across to um, uh, Mildura, landed in Mildura, jumped in another helicopter, Flew around for uh, three hours over a uh, olive vine, oh, grape vines, olive orchard, sorry. Uh, then flew back into Melbourne and that was my day. And uh, So I had two years of doing that, uh, which was a fair bit of fun. Ended up uh, the last 12 months of my job, I uh, was purely doing abattoirs. So went around Australia uh, valuing abattoirs. So uh, goat abattoirs, cattle abattoirs. Sheep abattoirs, so I did about 20 in the space of 12 months, which was a fair bit of fun. So I uh, got to learn the other side of my job now um, and how an abattoir works. Um, and then five or six years ago, came back to Hamilton um, and started with J.M. Ellison Co., which my old man was a um, director in, um, and then started up there uh, as a stock agent. So been there for five or six years and absolutely love it. Um, couldn't think of anything better to do. Um, 
and it's a yeah, pretty awesome job. I I love it. So and it's good to be back in Hamilton, and I don't think I could ever live back in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Um, what else do I have to say? Um, in regards to my job now, I also do um, real estate, so um, sell farms on the side, but um, mostly uh, cattle and sheep, but also sell a few farms here and there, so um, that keeps me busy, um, but yeah, mostly stick to the livestock side of things. Um, any questions for me? Yeah, Toby. Uh, more the real estate industry, I believe. Um, it was sort of property related, so I ended up with my South Australian real estate ticket plus my valuation ticket. So um, coming into the real estate side of things um, was yeah very relevant. But um, in regards to commerce, um, I probably didn't do as much as that as or like yeah probably more real estate related. Yeah. So, um, but I definitely uh, would recommend going to uni if you're thinking of doing it. Um, I was probably one that didn't think I would go to university. Uh, my old man was pretty keen for me to be a stock agent and uh, mum told me that I had to go to university so ended up going to Adelaide. Um, it was probably the best two or three years of my life. Um, Sammy Winnicook was across there with me at the same time and um, ended up in St Mark's which is a uni over, like a uni college over there. Um, and that was a fair bit of fun. Not much uni was done, but um, <laughs> got through it. I think they say C's get degrees, so uh, yeah, as long as you pass, that's all that matters. <laughs> I don't think I should say that, sorry. Uh, is there any other questions for me? Yep. Yeah, uh, it's probably an industry that I hadn't had much to do with um, uh, going into the job um, and spent probably 12 months doing vineyards and orchards uh, and it was pretty amazing really. Um, that side of thing into the, that agricultural um, sector is uh, huge and you just don't realise how much of it is in Australia. We're in our own little bubble down here where we think sheep and cattle only matter but um, there's another sector of agriculture which is huge and I think, um, yeah, if you're thinking about getting into agriculture, there's a lot of different avenues that you can go down. Andrew. So we, um, well, as part of the valuation side of thing, not that it is part of still Australia, but Tasmania, um, we spent a fair bit of time over there doing pines and, um, and blue gums over there. Uh, I think I ended up being there for a month at one stage, travelling around valuing pine plantations. Um, and that's another side of the agriculture industry that we don't really think of down here. But um, over there it's huge. It's massive. And then ended up going across to New Zealand also um, into that um, pine industry over there. Um, and it's probably bigger than what we ever realise. Um, Tasmania is huge in regards to pines, um, and you can get yourself pretty lost in Tasmania travelling around looking at pines, that's for sure. Yeah. So. Any other questions for me?
Yeah, listen, I think Australia is, um, is an amazing area um, that's pretty well untapped like, and underutilised in regards to agriculture. Um, there's so many different avenues, like we were just talking about hemp, uh, it's coming into Australia, medicinal types, poppies, all that sort of thing as well. Um, it is, is a massive side of um, agriculture and I think we're slowly finding that Australia is becoming more and more into those specialised types of agriculture uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's only going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah, sorry. What's next? Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe selling goats or something. I'm not sure. Um, no, there's. I think that's another. That's another side of it where um, there's a lot of uh, stations throughout New South Wales which are purely just um, mustering goats um, going out there and and not even having any livestock of their own. It's only purely wild goats and they just get B double load after B level load and um, and get into them. But um, yeah. Oh. I think sheep and cattle's for me. Um, I'm pretty happy there. I don't think I'll move into anything else in the ne near future, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, another question, you'll get a hat. Oh, no. Yeah, Toby can get a hat. He's had a couple of questions. Biggest station I've worked on? No, I haven't done too much hard work like Sam Winnicook. I've only been in an office and uh, and and that side of things. Uh, so no, I, I haven't been on a station. Sorry. Yes, mate. Oh, I preferably like cattle. I'm a uh, more a cattle man. I, can get pretty sick of sheep at the end of uh, December after about <laughs> two months of uh, not much sleep and uh, having to chase them around. So uh, oh, I think the cattle side of things are, is a different, like it's just something different for me. Um, get out and, and enjoy it. And um, yeah, probably cattle for me, definitely. Yes, mate? Uh, definitely on farm, mate. Yeah, no, my office days are done. I uh, didn't really enjoy the Melbourne side of things. It was probably good for my networking. Um, and knowing people in the industry, uh, but uh, I'd, I wouldn't go back and work in an office, that's for sure. Yes? Uh, probably cattle also, yeah. Uh, sheep can be a bit stubborn sometimes. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I'd definitely rather getting kicked by a cow than chasing sheep around. <laughs> Any more questions for me? Oh, sounds like it's done. Thank you. Put your hands together, please, for James. Well, what a wonderful way to finish off our formal dinners for 2022. Four formal dinners, one each term for this year. Um, really pleased with the way that you have stood up every time for these formal dinners, the way you've presented yourself, the way you've respectfully uh, listened, and you've had a great conversation during dinner. Tonight, uh, don't underestimate uh, the value of a college connection. Do not underestimate that. You've got three 
uh, fine young men who have come here tonight to speak about their life story, what they got out of college and where they are to, uh, today. It is up to you now, as maybe Sam has mentioned, it's up to you to put the front foot forward and to ask questions. It's up to you tonight. You've still got 20 minutes or so that you can actually come up and have a chat and make a college connection because who knows the value of that connection down the track. So please um, make sure that you do that if you are interested in any, anything to do with agriculture, horticulture, commerce degree, real estate. We, we, I think we've covered almost everything. Uh, during our conversation at a table, um, I asked one question and that one question was, what is the most important trait somebody could have in your industry and what I heard was problem solving was one, communication was the other and the third one was perseverance. So perseverance, having to stick with something, having to have some sort of social intelligence and be able to communicate, it's more than a look in the eye and shake a hand and third of all is Is we'll finish up there, James. Uh, <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, if everyone could put their hands together, we've got a, a small gift of appreciation uh, for James, Sam and Lockie. Put your hands together and I'll present them with that. <laughs>